This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. All right, good morning. I'm uh, Pastor Brian. I'm one of the pastors here at East Coast Christian Center, and this Morning Breath is a outreach ministry or a teaching ministry or a devotion ministry. We I don't know what exactly we even call it, but it is a radio show and podcast that is meant to uh, stir up the Word of God in your life. And so uh, hopefully, if you're joining us for the first time, we're just saying, man, thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for being a part of this with us. And if you've been a longtime listener with us, thank you for your faithfulness to dig into the Word of God, to listen to the Word of God, to read the Word of God, and to, to be changed by it. Uh, I am in the studio today with uh, Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. November 16th. Man, this year's just moving right along. It's crazy. Five weeks, six weeks, a year's done. How about I that? know. It's nuts. I mean, it feels like a, such a long year yep. in some ways, but it also has gone by really quick when you look back on some aspects. Yeah, absolutely. And we're sitting in today for uh, Pastor Matt and Pastor Jessica. And, you know, here we are. We're uh, we're doing the show together. We also have uh, engineer, radio station engineer, podcast engineer, stud behind the board over here. Nick, recently, how are you doing, my friend? Recently engaged engineer. <laughs> Boom. Uh, I'm doing well. Man of God, engineer. Yeah, all of it. We could put a lot of titles there's in front yeah, of Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot flying right now. There's I a like lot. It. It's a big <laughs> business card. Hey, go with it. Just start yeah. Just start listing all the all the things and yeah. see where that lands. We'll put engineer after all of them. It's good. Anyway, thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, I'm going to kick it over to you, Christian. You want to tell them how to get on board with the show? Absolutely. Yeah, the easiest way to stay involved and to get connected is through our app, which is just titled East Coast App. You can look for it on Apple or Google and just type in those words, East Coast App. It's a blue background with a little East Coast Circle logo. On there, you can get info about Morning Breath, all of our events for the church, past sermons, or the Morning Breath Devotion Guide. You can also find it on our website, which is ECCC.us. That's E-C-C-C.us. Or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We've got content that we're putting out every single day that's uplifting and encouraging. We'll point you back really to, to God and help to encourage you and maybe someone else. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices, 321-452 and 1060. And we would be honored to either email or mail out a devotion guide for morning breath or any other information you might want. Yeah, right on. And uh, we would love to connect you to our weekend services too. We we have uh, services now that we're um, broadcasting online. And so you can get those on our website or through our app. If uh, you're going to our app or website and you're looking for a weekend service, we'd love to connect you to that as well. And don't forget, we're going to eat some turkey soon. Come yeah, on. Yeah, Thanksgiving's, Thanksgiving's coming. coming up. You know what? It's one of my favorite times of the year. I, yeah. I like I like Thanksgiving because uh, pumpkin pie happens and pumpkin rolls. Dude, and, uh, and you like some cranberry sauce straight out of the can. That's the way I roll. I know how you are. Not certainly, no fresh. Not certainly, fresh. Straight. Certainly conform to the can. In uh, the shape of the can, just put yeah. it right there. And hey, I slice it up, though. I mean, I, I got to yeah. get at least like eight slices out of that, got 10 it. slices. It's not just start scooping. But yeah. I do like that. I like that canned cranberry sauce. Yeah. Come it's on. probably terrible for you. Oh, it's yeah. Processed you know what? Things, just but, do it, dude. It's once a year. It's not like you're busting out every week. Uh, by the grace of God, you know, I'm I'm not working hard at trying to, you know, maintain my weight through the holidays. You got I, a good I, metabolism going on. I do. On. It's still burning pretty good. Yeah. But I should be careful, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll listen to the voice of God in that arena. I'll sign I you up for a careful. race so we can do some running, get some some of that weight off. After I was telling somebody, I was telling somebody recently that I do run. I run to the fridge. I run to the bathroom. Yeah. I run a few places um, around yeah. my life. I still run. Um, just when we're leaving a theme park, we usually run to the car to beat the crowd. That's one of the only times my wife runs. I run into the house when it's raining. I, I, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of places I run, but let's get let's run into the Word of God. How about that? Yeah, come Boom. on. Oh, that was good. That? Like a Philippians brost. chapter three today. We got 21 verses and. Uh, 
Let's break it up after uh, verse 11. I'll yeah. read. I'll get started. I'm in New American Standard. What do you got over there? The message translation. All right. So I'll go 1 through 11, and you'll pick it up at 12. Get yeah, me started. Sounds great. I must say unto you, read, sir. All right. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things again is no trouble to me, and and it is a safeguard for you. Beware of the dogs. Beware of the evil workers. Beware of the false circumcision. For we are the true circumcision who worship in the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus, and put no confidence in the flesh. Although I myself might have confidence even in the flesh, if anyone else has a mind to put confidence in the flesh, I far more. Circumcised the eighth day of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to the righteousness which is in the law, found blameless. But whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted as lost for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them but rubbish, so that I may gain Christ, and may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death in order that I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Verse 12, I'm not saying that I have this altogether, that I have made it, but I am well on my way reaching out for Christ who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all this, but I've got an eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm often running and I'm not turning back. So let's keep focused on that goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us, if any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear your blurred vision. You'll see it yet. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. Stick with me, friends. Keep track of those who see running the same course, heading for the same goal. There are many out there taking other paths, choosing other goals, and trying to get you to go along with them. Um, I've warned you of them many times. Sadly, I'm having to do it again. All they want is easy street. They hate Christ crossed, but easy street is dead, a dead end street. Those who live there make their bellies their gods. Belches are their praise. All they can think of is their appetites, but there's far more to life for us. We're citizens of high heaven. We're waiting for the arrival of our savior, the master, Jesus Christ, who will transform our earthly bodies into glorious bodies like his own. He'll make us beautiful and whole with the same powerful skill by which he is putting everything as it should be under and around him. Amen. Awesome. I was uh, nervous about that ending there. Uh, yeah. Message translation. He's got a few more words than my translation. Yeah, I was uh, trying to follow standard. yours and they were quite a bit different too, but it, right it brings some things out. So, um, you know, I, I guess just starting uh, as, as a whole, this chapter for me has a, has a couple themes in it. And there's yeah. like this, beware, be careful. Like, hey, there's there's this stuff. I've told you about it before. Yeah. And, you know, I I appreciate the the safeguard, uh, maybe the the coaching. Um, I, as a as a man, I've I've coached a lot. I've spent some time under coaches. I've spent the time around mentors, and um, I value that in my life. I need people leading me and coaching me, and being under authority um, to me has been a valuable piece of my life. It's not been something that I've just gone, hey, you know, I'm going to do this all myself. I, I recognize that I have need of help um, many times, and I, I just value Paul's um, appreciation for that part of um, of the pastoring and caring for people. 
people and um, loving people that that he didn't just like leave them over there in, in Philippi to just kind of figure it out. You know, he continued to go, hey, be careful, beware, watch out. There's this is there's there's an end that's destructive. You know, and if you're not careful, you'll end up there. And yeah. just helping. I mean, we have blind spots in all of our lives, you know, and I, I've talked about blind spots plenty of times in, over the years in, you know, in ministry, and it's one of the things that we don't see, quote unquote, because you got a blind, a blind spot. spot. Exactly, yeah. right? Like, and you don't recognize that you have a blind spot unless somebody helps you yeah. with that. Or, you know, you're driving down the road, you look in your mirrors, you look, you know, you're going to change lanes left, you can look in your mirror and you think you're safe. But if you don't check your blind spot, it could be really destructive really fast. Yeah. And so sometimes in our lives, we don't look in our blind spots, we aren't willing to actually look and go, hey, is there a space I can't see right now? And so Paul is going, hey, heads up, look out, like watch out. And and in my life, I need that. I, I mean, we we have lunch on a regular basis yeah. outside of just doing ministry things to just go, hey, how's life? Like, yeah. how's your family? Like, yeah. what's up with your kids? Like, I need relationship with men of God to help me and to ask me questions about how's life? Like, how you doing? So that if there was an issue, somebody could go, that sounds different. And you could ask a, a few more questions, For right? Sure. But if you aren't letting anybody get close enough to you, because maybe you've had a bad representation of coaching yeah. or mentoring or uh, authority in just your life. Beat and so, you up. Yeah. You just been scared of that. And, and, it's not always good. I mean, there, I've had some bad coaches in my life. Yeah. I, I've, I've played under some people that are like, dude, that's, that's, that's pretty tough. You know, um, could be pretty brutal at times. I would just say, try again, like trust God, pray today. Maybe that would be one step for you today would go, God, I need some help in my life. And I know that I'm not there yet. I haven't arrived there yet. Yeah. And Paul says some pretty strong things about his, his value and his worth about all the great things that he had done. But he recognized that all of that, that he did himself Rubbish. was just a bunch of junk. Right. Yeah. And he counts it all as loss for the sake of knowing Christ. And so maybe all that you've done yourself in your own strength. And I've, I've heard people say this before go, Hey, you know, I've worked hard. I've done this myself. I had to do it myself. You know what? Maybe there's a better way to do yeah. it with some people. And so I don't know. That's what stuck out to me. What, that's what, good. what do you think about all that? I love that. I'm just going to touch on that is I think everybody in life needs kind of a, a Brian Moore and the <laughs> way that you've been able to be Jesus, beneficial. I, Jesus. I know, I Let's know. Go. But to unpack that a bit is, you know, we've been able to have some very real and, you know, vulnerable conversations that it takes someone kind of opening up the door. But for me to say, hey, man, what do you think about this? You yeah. know, and as I was unpacking some things that are happening in my heart, maybe of an insecurity or some ambition that was misdirected or some, some things. And, you know, we've been doing life now for over 10 years yeah. together is it has helped me to be a better person. And I hope that you out there have that. And if you don't have 10 people, don't feel bad. Sometimes it's yeah. just one, one can be incredible to help you to be able to grow to a next level. And so just, be looking, find some community. It's not going to just always fall in your lap. It takes work. There was a season in life where we had, our schedules were different and it wasn't happening. I said, let's get back on this. And we were intentional about spending time together. So moving on from that verse 12, I love, it says in message, I'm not saying that I have it all together, that I've made it, but I am well on my way reaching out for Christ who so wonderfully reached out for me. And so he's saying here, I don't have to have it all together. And Paul would have been raised, you know, in this perfect religious sect that he would have memorized the Bible and known the known Old Testament up to that point. He would have been knowledgeable. And he, like you already said, was calling that stuff rubbish, but he knew that it was the relationship with Jesus. It wasn't the rules and following all the perfect law that did it. It was the time that he spent talking with Jesus when he was in the wilderness. It was that time that really changed everything. And so we say at East Coast here often is that you can belong before you believe. 
You can belong before you behave. You don't have to know all the rules. You're welcome home here. And that's so important to get into your head is we're still in the process of being refined into the image of Christ Jesus. Like it's a process and you don't have to have it all together. People will be like, when I get my life right, then I'll let God use me. It's like, well, you're never going to get it all right. Like let's let him use you now in the process and see what he'll do. Yeah, you know, I think uh, growing up in, in the things of God, I didn't know. I didn't know that the stuff was all junk. Like I didn't, I didn't think that behavior was all trash. Like, like what, what, uh, and I, I still don't believe that totally. Right. Like yeah. what, what Paul's saying here is here that all of those things compare to the knowledge of yes. knowing Christ. Right. Yeah. So he's, he's By not contrast. saying, yeah, he's not saying that all the behavior things yeah. are all garbage. Yeah, he's living actually pure saying, is good. Yeah, you know, yeah. not committing adultery yeah. is good. Not using being drunkard and, yeah. you know, but that just being a good guy yeah. or doing it all quote unquote, right. Yeah. Does not achieve anything. Yeah. It like, leaves you inadequate, it, like the law, like you need Jesus yeah. at the end of the day, you need relationship with Christ. All of that other stuff, you're always going. There's going to be another higher stand. There's going to be somebody doing it better than you. There's always going to be another title. We were joking around about all these titles of Nick, all the titles, all the names, the all the engineer stuff. of engineers. Yeah, all the all those things that we could attain to. And believe me, I've been there. I've tried to live for all of the titles, all the stuff from you know. You just put some titles out there and put some letters after your last name, you know, after your name when you're signing things and, you know, how you send off emails and what are all those characters behind yeah. it and all the stuff. I, I've been there. I've done it. And I'm with Paul. You know what? All of that's great. But compared to knowing Christ, yeah. it's all rubbish, you know? And yeah. so I do believe, though, that your your holiness, like the, the, the boundaries that you set in your life are healthy. Those are good things. Having some law balanced with grace, there is grace and truth. And so we need truth in our lives. We need somebody to tell us that's wrong, dude. Yep. Stop that. Jesus, when he caught the woman in the very act of adultery, you know, when he's in front of the, the woman in the very act of adultery, they've been drugging. He said, go and sin no more. He didn't just go, hey, you know what, go back to your old life. Whatever's like, going on, no, just no. keep doing it, yeah. He said, no, hey, there's no one here that can condemn you. I'm the only one. And, I, and he said, go and sin no more. He actually said, hey, don't go keep doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, stop that. So the behavior matters. The, the belief system, though, is that we get to live differently. We yeah. get to have relation with Christ. And out of knowing Christ and out of knowing what his grace provides in our life yep. that we then want to change. We it then is. want to do differently. Your want to changes. It's not a striving thing. Like I can remember when I was young and I, I tried quitting smoking cigarettes as a teenager, but it was so hard at some points until I got my mind right. Yeah. And when I actually started to hate those cigarettes, I was about, you know, 15, 16, I, I bought a pack and they were expensive and I didn't have any money and I ripped them up into pieces and I changed my, my relationship to them. And I yeah. was like, these are killing me. They're taking all my money and it's filthy. And it changed. And I was like, I just don't want to do it anymore versus like, I love them and I'm being denied this thing. And that's where God can help change your want to. Pastor Dan talks about that as being set free from drugs. And God took it away supernaturally because his want to change versus like striving with all of his being. I Verse 10 says this, you read it in the New American Standard, but the message just makes it so plain. says, I gave up all that inferior stuff so I could know Christ personally, experiencing his resurrection power to be a partner in his suffering. Come on, Paul. And to go all the way with him to death itself. And I think this is important is I've heard some incredible teaching recently on this is if you really want to live a Christ, a life for Christ, and if you want to experience his power and his blessing, you know, know that Christ went through some suffering Paul went through some suffering and in that suffering, it's not that, you know, we're beating ourselves 
up, but know that in that crushing that God can use that is that, you know, he's close to the brokenhearted. And even this concept of the anointing of God, we hear that a lot in the Old Testament. David was anointed, you know, when in Jesse's house, when Samuel came, and that was the pouring of the oil down his head is that oil would have been crushed in order to get that oil out of the olives. You get this idea of through that, the anointing is going to flow. So don't pull back when there's some resistance, when there's some crushing. Be a partner with Christ in that and know that that's where the power is at. The same power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead is in you, but don't pull back when there's some resistance sometimes. You know, I I heard... I believe it was Pastor Dan years ago. This is maybe 15 plus years ago. I remember um, him sharing a word with somebody uh, about that, about that process of stretching and, you know, kind of suffering, quote unquote, like going through some stuff, you know, and um, we could see stretching and suffering as a, as a negative thing, or you could actually see it as propelling you forward, right? Yeah. Like if you if you think of a bow and arrow, an arrow actually gets propelled forward because there was some stretching, some right? Tension, yeah. yeah, there's tension that launches that forward, you know? And so I would just say, you know what, if you're experiencing, and who in this in this culture, culture in this moment is not experiencing a little bit of struggle or a little bit of strife, a little bit of, you know, suffering, quote unquote, or strain or pressure or <laughs> stress. I mean, there's a lot of words you can put on all these yeah. things. Um, you're experiencing some of that. Let's look at what it's going to produce in you. The, I, I, I read a quote, I, I couple of weeks ago from Warren Buffett, who's made billions of dollars. Yeah. And he said, you know, he basically was running when everybody was greedy, he's running out. And when people are like fearful, he was running in yep. and that's what produced wealth in his life, you know, and, um, character, no character that Warren Buffett has, uh, has, has figured some things out financially. And so I would, you know, I would just say, you know what, be, be sensitive to, not look at the momentary affliction and actually look at the eternal gain of yeah. what might come from this, from moments of, of strain and stress and, you know, and, and kind of fighting and grabbing hold of something. And, you know, it, it says here, you know, let's, let's apprehend what we've been apprehended for, you know, it's encouragement to go, Hey, let's, let's lay hold of all that, that we can have, yeah. you know what, to reach and to stretch takes effort. And so that's where some of this uh, behavior things, that's where some of what Paul was saying about the law and the zealous and all the things, that that actual act of reaching and stretching. And this radio show is actually, this podcast is actually something that can help you with that strain and with that stress. We're actually renewing our mind to the truth. That Absolutely. in the midst of the struggle, there's truth that supersedes our circumstances. And so that you're even listening to this show, that you listen to something like this to get encouraged in the Word of God on a regular basis, that should help you and propel you forward. It should be something that you're hungry for. And as we hunger and thirst for righteousness, Scripture says we will be filled. And so keep digging in. Keep digging deep. Don't, don't, don't stop here, you know? And I, one other thing in this chapter that I, I really liked is verse 20. It says, for our citizenship is in heaven. Yeah for which also we eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And what does it look like? What does that mean? Our citizenship is in heaven. You yeah. know, like as a citizen of the United States of America, where we're producing this show in, you know, Central Florida, we have some rights, you know, because yeah. of our citizenship. Praise God for those rights. And, you know, we've celebrated a week ago, we celebrated Veterans Day. People have laid down their mm. lives for us and served their lives away for the sake of us having freedoms and having rights that we stand on today, you know? And so in those rights, what do we have? Like there are rights to your relationship with Christ that by knowing the Lord, by knowing Christ, we can have some things. There are things in our lives 
access to them by faith, right? Not by works, not by getting all the education and all the degrees and all this stuff necessarily, even in theology or in your, you know, your Bible study. It's actually, let's delight in what he's done for us and yeah. let's grab hold of what he has done. And those, those benefits, I mean, we could go through benefit after benefit promises. There's hundreds and maybe thousands of promises in scripture that we can grab hold of. But you have to dig those out. Like yep. you don't know what you don't know, yeah. right? And so that again is part of this growth process Take a little of growing work to and be digging able to dig in. it. Yeah, and in digging in, you can grab hold of by faith a, a ton of incredible things from you know uh, from health and healing and freedom and deliverance and I mean so many things of yeah. who Jesus can financial be financial freedom and what He wants you to do there too, like not living you know in poverty and in debt and so many other things to where. Life is better that way. You know? It is better. And um, we have to forget what lies behind and reach forward, it says yeah. in verse 13. Let's forget back there. Let's yeah. forget. Maybe you've been, you know, there, there's great training to be had in financial principles, for instance. So we can use that as an example. There's great There's great natural things to learn in that. And I mean, budgeting is a good thing. It's not oh, yeah. It's not the devil. Uh, yeah. Budget's good. For right? sure. Living um, below your means and however, putting money aside. Yeah. If the rigidity to your budget becomes a slave thing, that you are actually slave to that law called your budget, yeah. and there's no freedom for God to speak to you about where he would have you give or where he would have you serve financially in a, in a space, you know what? Maybe we should let God break that a little yeah. bit, you know, and get in there. And I say break it, not like cause destruction. I'm saying actually get into the crevices yeah. of that and just say, God, would you look at my budget? Would yeah. you look at it again? And maybe there's an area, again, there's a blind spot somewhere that somebody needs you to, needs help needs to help you today with. Would you ask somebody? Would you say, you know what, how do you do this? Like, how do you, I mean, I, I literally this afternoon, I'm going to spend some time with some with some business leaders who are doing things different than other business leaders in our community that yeah. are saying, you know what, I'm going to honor God with my business, yeah. you know? And in doing so, it is changing their culture. It yeah. is changing the their, I think their workplace. Their fellowship, yeah. yeah it, this citizenship of heaven includes your attitudes and your behaviors. And so in the business arena, that could change the culture of your workplace. Absolutely. That could change the culture of your company. Yeah. How you provide service in a community to people can be radically changed. We get the good news in there yeah. of who Jesus is and there's hope and that, you know, this isn't a destructive time, but there's actually hope for your future. Yeah. These cool. things are serious. It's awesome. Verse one just hammers this point home that I like so much. It says, it starts off and that's about it, friends. Be glad in God. And then it says this, I don't mind repeating what I've written in earlier letters and I hope you don't mind hearing it again because it's better to be safe than sorry. So here we go. And I just love the clarity of that language that it's saying is the Bible talks about faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I've heard it taught and you've heard this before too. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And so that's the beauty of morning breath. We're over 15 years of being on the radio, sharing the word of God, getting it out there in your ears and in your mind and heart. And I'm hoping that you're opening the Bible on your own and getting in there. And when you've thought, hey, I've read Philippians before, no yeah. big deal. Like I've done it. And then God will just blow me away with the verse. And that's why you and I both love to pop around in maybe some different translations. Today, I've read this and, you know, newly New Living Translation. I'll read it in New King James and I'll move into different ones. And when I read the message, I was like, oh my gosh, that's just so good. And so don't be afraid to revisit some verses that are well known and let God speak fresh to you. If you're new to the the broadcast, that's what we're talking about. Morning breath is that God will give you a rhema word, a fresh word from him. That is the word of God is alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And then it's going to speak to you. And so I love just him as a preacher. He's like, he does it other times. He's like, in closing, he says like three times, you know, and he still keeps going. But we need to hear that over and over again and really have it solidified in our hearts. You know, the uh, the idea of getting it over and over and over again, 
I need the word yeah. over and over and over again. And so 22 years into my walk with Christ, I need the word of God every yeah. day. Like every day. I can't, I can't afford not to like my family needs me to be in the word of God. Yeah. My marriage needs me in the word of God. Ministry needs me in the word of God. My my coach, Brian, part of yeah. me, needs me in the Word of God, yeah. right? I need to just continue to refresh and renew my mind. If I've read it five times, I need it a sixth time. You know, if, I need, yeah. if I've read it, if, sometimes I look and I go, man, I've, I, I know I've read this before, but man, I haven't seen it like that yeah. before. Happens because it's fresh and because yeah. maybe I had a blind spot the last time I read it, right? Yeah. Like I go back to this thought of like, oh, I could just blow through something and go, oh, I'm good. I, I'm good in that area. Well, maybe you're not. And maybe you need to ask again. And I would just challenge you, you know what? Take some time today and just be still and go, God, is there a space in my life that I need to look again and let somebody else look with me? We're going to take a break. We'll get back to the show. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Langston Commercial Real Estate, owned by Scott Langston, a senior commercial broker, has been selling real estate and giving free consultations for over 18 years. Scott Langston will show you the best way to buy, invest, or lease commercial property. 321-403-1111. That's 321-403-1111. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. As always, we offer free estimates and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. We want to be a church that's focused on God, focused on the people on the inside, and focused on the people on the outside. Love God, love the church, love people, because we're building a life-giving church that lasts. East Coast Christian Center. Join us every weekend, Saturday night at 5.30 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30, 10, and 11.30 a.m. East Coast Christian Center is located at 680 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. The Avenue Worship Center. Enjoy a fresh brewed cup of coffee with friends and family. Service times are at 9.30 and 11 a.m. at 85 North Richland Avenue. East Coast Christian Center, Coco. We now have three services every Sunday morning at 8.15, 10 o'clock, and 11.45 a.m. Located at 1855 North Friday Road, Coco. For more information, call 452-1060, extension 100. That's 452-1060, extension 100. Or visit us online at eccc.us. That's eccc.us. East Coast Christian Center, building a life-giving church that lasts. Welcome back to the show. This is morning breath. All right, as we wind the show down, I want to I want to look at one verse we haven't really touched on much. It's verse fourteen. It says, "I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of yeah. God in Christ Jesus." We definitely talk about pressing on and you know continuing to go, but what is that upward call of God in Christ Jesus? And you know, I, I think of uh, 
I, I spent a summer in uh, in Alaska, actually two summers in Alaska, playing baseball back in the day. And um, up there, there's a salmon run. They call it uh, King Salmon, and there's incredible fishing in the summertime there. And you know, salmon go a different direction. Salmon go upstream. Yeah. They uh, they don't just flow downstream like everything else. They're actually going counterculture, quote unquote. Right? Like they're going against the grain a bit. And uh, I would just say that this upward call of God is not going to be just flowing with everyone else and what yeah. everyone else is doing. We're going to have to look at Scripture. We're going to have to look at going, you know what, what, what does the Word of God say about this area or that area? And be willing and be bold enough to go, you know what, God's way is better. And in that process of it being better, better means upward call. It's actually higher than, it's better than. It may not feel like it all the time. It may not even look like it on the front side. But I trust that God's best is way better than my best. The scripture says in Matthew 6 that if we'll seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that all these things, and Mm -hmm. all these things was a whole list before it of what we should not be worried about, that God God had a bunch of stuff. God will do and do more in your moments of pressing in than you could ever do in years and years and years of training and equipping and going for it. That stuff's not invaluable today. That stuff's healthy, but let's press on. And you know what? There is an upward call. Let's go above. Let's rise above. Let's go against the grain a bit, not to be brash, but to go, you know what? I'm going to honor God with my life, my whole life, and just see what God would do. God bless you guys. You guys have a great week. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.